This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Привет, my Russian comrades and comradinas. Is that the female? Comradettes? <laughs> Comradettes. <laughs> my name is Fro. His name is Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Mm, because we're Russian spies. Uh, well, it of turns course. out no longer. Uh, it, I just found out this week we're actually Republicans and we didn't even know it. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. Gosh darn it! <laughs> I knew I, I knew there was something wrong. I knew and maybe it was the way I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, I feel a little Republican today. <laughs> Why am I wearing this red tie and suit? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it say America? Make America get, uh, great again on everything I wear. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gosh, but uh, yeah, uh, do you feel more American now that Trump finally has gotten the ISIS leader? Well, fuck, his name is very long and I don't remember. I never knew this guy's name before he died, to be honest. <laughs> Me neither. I... I was talking to my dad okay. this week, and I said to my dad, like, I follow the news. I, I, I think I'm pretty current in the like the news cycle when uh, to do with the podcast sure. and i have never ever heard about this guy in my entire life <laughs> yeah i, just, I think i, I feel like this is the first time most people have heard of this person i've never seen him before like a picture of him now i know never. what he looks like i feel like he's more famous now that he's dead to be honest <laughs> is he a school shooter <laughs> it, it's kind of like that, where it's like, why are they showing this terrorist when they don't show domestic terrorists? They, at least the news in America has chosen to stop showing them or telling their names over and over again. And now it right. seems like this is almost the same thing, where it's a terrorist and he's all over the news. I, feel, I don't know. Should we take terrorists off the news like we take school, school shooters off the news? Like, talk about the situation, but don't talk about the person, you know what I mean? I don't really think it's the same thing. That's the that's my personal right, opinion okay. about that. It's hard. It, that's just but, a weird. Uh, it's a weird question to ask. I guess if you want to answer that question, or if you have any opinions on it, send us an email at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail dot com. But uh, yeah, I watched uh, Fox News uh, this week because uh, if I'm in a bad mood, what do I do? Oh, I watch Fox News so I can laugh, mm -hmm. and they will compare pictures of Obama 
when he captured uh, Osama bin Laden and pictures of Trump uh, when he captured whatever his name is. I think that we is killed, when, you, when we killed them, right? Not captured them, right? You're right. Okay. Yes. When I, when I say captured, I mean killed. Sorry. Well, we captured. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Saddam Hussein. Uh, yeah, Saddam Hussein. We and then they killed right. him, as opposed to we killed those other two. Right. Yeah. Right. And had, uh, and they were like, "Oh, look how presidential Trump looks!" And I was like, thinking, "Hmm, if it took a killing somebody in ISIS, I have never heard of." <laughs> maybe, maybe we will get another Trump. And uh, no, we didn't. Uh, yeah, <sighs> that was big news here in America. Uh, that whole thing. I mean, it's I. It kind of fell off after the weekend. Like by Monday, it was no longer really news all, all that much. But definitely news. Big news of the week. Uh, other news at the beginning of the week. Did you see all this talk about Hillary Clinton getting into the presidential race? I did. They were talking a lot about it, but I think that's mostly because of the thing, uh, Tulsi Gabbard thing. Uh, I think there was talk think, about it a little bit before that. I think maybe the Tulsi Gabbard was like a test. It was a test to see if she could get in, you know what I mean? Right. Um, possibly that test may have failed because I haven't heard any more talk about it since the weekend. <laughs> I don't know about have yeah, you. <laughs> no, okay. and we were going to talk a little about that a little later. But I, I find it fascinating how how much that was covered in the media. In Norway, I, I mean, I, I've said this before, and I, I will say it again. Norway, like every other country, is very self-centered. So everything that's away from Nor Norway doesn't get covered as much as it should oh, yeah, be I mean, covered. Yeah. Uh, we're we're more interested in in our local scandals and our local elections and things like that. And I said to my dad, one of the things that makes me not watch Norwegian news because I don't watch Norwegian news at all, okay. like at all. I I I find no interest in it because they don't cover the big stuff. They covered like uh, this week. Uh, they have been covering one of the parties in Norway's mm, uh, meeting because they will maybe shift their leader uh, left. The left party is maybe going to shift their leader and there's an election for a new leader of the left party and that's everything they have been talking about in Norwegian news. And I'm, I find that so incredibly narrow when things that happening in the US and the UK is going to uh, get us in bigger uh, problems or a bigger uh, uh, economical unstable uh, situation than a leader of the left party. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, if it's a local news source, um, then they're going to be covering local news as well as international news like sure like in america we have msnbc and cnn but i also have like my local oregon news stations and those cover local oregon news where i think that's maybe right. where the norwegian they're more focusing it as like a state media where it, like local state media in like the united states uh not right. thinking of it as international news so you'd have to go to like an international news source to find that i don't know 
NRK is kind but of that, international, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's that's one of the problems because if you if you watch an NRK Dux Ravine, Dux Ravine is like their biggest like uh, news source of the night. It's every night at seven, and it's been like that since I was a little kid. Okay, and uh, and it's like it's watched by everybody. Everybody knows it's Dux Ravine at seven, and I will say that seventy percent. Maybe eighty percent is about Norway things, and uh, the rest is about other places. And I, I do think they focus a lot. Of, or of course, they focus a lot of of Syria when there has been bombing attacks and things like that. But I can tell you, my dad, that watch Norwegian news, he says that there's no coverage at all about the American election. That's going to happen and to be honest i'm i'm more concerned about the american election than the the new party leader of the left party in norway do you understand because it has a bigger it has bigger uh, consequences right uh sorry i'm totally got distracted because i'm seeing some serious breaking news here fro uh uh, we might have to cut a story, because I'm going to send this to you right now, but I'll start reading it. Um, and we're going to go ahead and get right into the news here. Epstein's family pathologist says financiers, financiers' body shown signs of homicide. Another one says pathologist Epstein's injuries point to murder, not suicide. Another article saying pathologist says Epstein's injuries point to murder. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Uh, Okay, so let's, this is let's get into this. Uh, a forensic pathologist hired by Jeffrey Epstein's brother said Wednesday that evidence suggested that dis we didn't even have this on the news. So I have a, this is the first time we're no. reading this. Yeah. Uh, yes. Hired by Jeffrey Epstein's brother said Wednesday that evidence suggested the disgraced financier had not died by suicide in jail cell but had been murdered. Michael ba Baden contradicted the official verdict of suicide by hanging given by the officials in August saying Epstein's injuries were more indicative of homicidal strangulation. I think uh, this is from him, from former New York medical examiner. I think the evidence ports, points towards homicide rather than suicide. He said that multiple fractures found in Epstein's neck were specifically, uh, specifically the ones to the hythoid bone and thyroid cartilage were very unusual uh, for suicide. Wow. Mm. I never seen in a 50 year you know, investigation or death that occur in the prisons in New York State. Never have two guards fall asleep at the same time while the video doesn't work. Baden also said. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, of course, a number of conspiracy theories conspiracy theories have circulated following Epstein's death revolving mm -hmm. around around why he is not be why he was not being observed while on suicide watch super conspiracy like what 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 signified as a conspiracy theory when we're pointing out something that's fucking obvious that every that like everybody's thinking it right yeah yeah <laughs> well, I mean, you shouldn't have done that oh you're talking about the conspiracy <laughs> No, we're talking about everybody is saying that you shouldn't have done that. It's like the conspiracy of killing Michael Jackson. 
His doctor killed him because he got too much uh, medication. Is that a conspiracy theory? Is that a, anything that everyone... Well, I think like, the idea here would... Uh, technically, it would be conspiracy. Well, the Michael Jackson thing, the conspiracy theory would be there would be somebody else working with the doctor. That would be two people working right. together to conspire to kill Michael Jackson, right? So what would ha right. the conspiracy theory here would be that one or more pr people conspired to kill Jeffrey Epstein. Um, so that is technically a conspiracy theory because we don't have any proof technically, I guess. We have a lot of <laughs> evidence for it, right? <laughs> Do you know what? It's kind of strange. This when two, two and two becomes four in my mind for some fucking reason. This is not the same in the sense of when we would talk about Russiagate as a conspiracy theory. No. Where people called us saying it wasn't a conspiracy, conspiracy theorists, and them being the conspiracy, the people who believed in the conspiracy were not conspiracy theorists. This actually right. is a conspiracy theory uh, that everybody basically believes in in the whole country and the world. <laughs> wow. Talking about conspiracies, uh, there's been a backlash this week uh, at the U.S. government because it has opened a criminal probe into the... Oh, you just mentioned it. The Russia investigation. What is this all about, look? Democrats accused Donald Trump on Friday of using the U.S. Justice Department as a political tool after it opened a probe into its own handling of the investigation into the Russian <laughs> interference in 2016 election. First of all, should you be able to investigate yourself? <laughs> Yep, I definitely did something wrong, Fro. I investigated myself and found out I did something wrong. Oh, that's funny. The, the news of the inquiry, which implied wrongdoing by justice officials in previous administration by Barack Obama, uh, oh, leaked yeah. late Thursday that at the as the White House struggled to push back against uh, the impeachment investigation targeted at, at the president, the inquiry could further muddy the political waters in Washington, raising... Raising questions about the now-ended Russia investigation led by Robert Mueller. Uh, Trump allies have sought to drown out impeachment in a probe of pooled... In a probe... Uh, a probe in pool of incentives and counter-probes. Uh, but right, so this is where the Democrats think it's all a political... They've been saying this is a political game by the Republicans to drown out the impeachment hearings. So it's kind of saying you're trying to drown yourself with no water. I mean, I compare it when Democrat or when Republicans were saying the Democrats were using Russiagate for political purposes. The whole investigation was right. just all a political the hatchet job or what are they, they said witch hunt and everything and mm -hmm. now the the democrats are saying this is all a political ploy uh and a witch hunt against obama right so it's they're do it they're saying the exact same thing the republicans were saying about russiagate they're just saying it about this investigation into russiagate against the obama administration so i don't know we'll see what comes out of this um if anything actually comes out of it i don't know there's too many rich, powerful people for, in my mind for anything to come out of this, but we'll see what happens. Talking about Russia, uh, 
there was a correction that isn't really a correction. Uh, oh my god, this is so weird. This news story is incredibly weird uh, because the New York Times changes its story that Clinton was misquoted saying that Russia were grooming Tulsa Gabbard. Even though we fucking heard it. Last week. So, we played it on the show yeah. last week, and we commented on it, and we commented all about Jill Stein last week, uh, which is a huge right. flaw in their little uh, pet backpedaling of what was, what happened here. Uh, this is go. This, we'll go into the story in a second, but this story really is, I think, the reason Clinton decided, okay, maybe running for president is not a great idea. Um <laughs> Because, uh, well, the there wasn't as much backlash as I thought, but there was a ton uh, no. online. But I didn't see barely any in the mainstream. And actually, I tried to look stuff up about this on YouTube, and YouTube was 100% suppressing this story. I can tell you for a fact. Uh, mm -hmm. Because I there was one uh, Young Turks article, I, I, uh, video I sent you from. And the yes. only way to find that video <clears throat> when searching it up on YouTube was to use the exact title. Otherwise, if you if you searched words that were even in the title, it wouldn't come up with the video unless you had all the words in the exact order. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's how I know. Uh, but right, election 2020 Clinton story uh, that we covered last week about Clinton calling her calling Gabbard a Russian asset as well as Jill Stein. Uh, there was a correction in not only the New York Times, but also the Associated Press. I'm going to read the correction from the Associated Press, because that's the one I saw first. Um, mm -hmm. The New York Times was the people who actually broke it, and then they're the people who put the correction in. But it says here in the Associated Press, in a story on October 18th about Tulsi Gabbard and Hillary Clinton, the AP reported erroneously that Hillary Clinton says she believes the Russians have got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic primary and grooming her to be a third-party candidate. She was referring to Republicans, not Russians, according to an aide. Uh, corrected version but, of the story is below. But we heard her saying Russian... Russian asset. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you go... They're spinning this to, like, put it out in these uh, articles that are in things like um, Salon and Daily Beast that are, like, these these news groups that are in this bubble where these people, they only read these articles. They don't read anything outside of it. And so they believe whatever is told to them through these articles. And so they can come up with... They can change history, like 1984-style changing of history here, uh... And people will believe it because they say in these newspapers, I've read some of the articles that are like pro this saying, oh, they misquoted her. Uh, and it's very clear if you go back and listen to it, she was talking about Republicans and not Russians. Well, I went back and listened to it. <laughs> and she says uh, uh, at, the, at the end of the quote that we listened to last week uh, that Jill Stein... Uh, should give it up because she is also a Russian asset, is what she said. Right. Jill Stein is right. also a Russian asset, referring to the first person she was talking about, who she never mentioned specifically, but we all know it was Tulsi Gabbard, unless it's Amy Klobuchar, which I don't think it is. Um, and so, and then, 
whatever Tulsi comes out and does the tweets that we talked about last week. She goes on and in, does interviews on on the news for what five days. They don't say that it was Rush that Russia she was talking about, right? And then all of a sudden on Friday mm-hmm. they come out with this. But she said, uh, it says right here. Clinton also described Jill Stein as a Russian asset. So even de- denying that she was calling Gabbard a Russian asset, which she was, if you listen to it, mm-hmm. she still called Jill Stein a Russian mm-hmm. asset. And they're not denying mm-hmm. that. So so you don't agree with Harry Rodman that said that uh, Klobuchar is the only one that can win against Trump? Uh, what is so hard to understand about that? Uh, I saw a thing. We uh, uh, just this morning. I was watching a thing. Believe it or not, Ti the rapper from you mm-hmm. know he was on the View, uh, promoting say, yeah. saying he was pro Bernie Sanders. That's why I saw a video of it. And uh, right. the the person on the View, of course, is like he's like, oh well, he's gonna have to have a really strong vice presidential candidate because a lot of people uh, see him as weak because of his age. And if he has a strong VP, that it'll get rid of some of that stigma of his age. And the one person on the view is like, "Oh, Amy Klobuchar, yeah, that would go perfect. <laughs> that would perfectly match up. Those two and their policies are like, mm, they're tight. They're tight together. Yeah." I I have a strange. I could be wrong, but I have a very strange feeling. It will. Either be Tulsa Gabbard or or Warren. I mean, it's looking like I, Warren. Uh, I mean, the strongest ticket yeah. right now that you could have, I think, is Bernie Warren. Just because yeah, Warren has a lot of backing right now. Um, I agree. Going forward. But uh, thinking of, of, of age and, and things like that, maybe maybe it would be smart with Tulsa. I, 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 I in all honesty, think uh, Sanders would... Win with both uh, Warren and uh, Gabbard as right. I think running it, mate. So the thing is, Gabbard would be great in the general, right? Uh, once we mm. get there, but bringing here's the problem. There's these people who are like these corporate uh, Democrats who suburbanite Democrats, right? Uh, mm. We're going to talk about one in in the video at the end of this news segment. Um, who they don't like Tulsi because she was against Clinton, so they see her as a, a negative. Where uh, we we could bring those people into the Bernie camp u- using Warren because they like Warren. Does that make sense? So it's kind right. of bridging a divide in the Democratic Party using Warren uh, through Bernie, which I think would be good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hey, remember the opening when I said we were Russian assets and everything like that? Hey, uh, I don't think Moscow agree with us because guess what? Norwegian defense policy is uh, anti-Russian, according to Moscow. Uh, the Russian foreign minister has criticism NATO member um, Norway's foreign minister policy as being hostile to Russia. I wonder why. Russia Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, Lavrov, yes, uh, uh, has taken the issue up with the authorities in Oslo, NRK, and Reuters 
report, uh, the Russian uh, statement said Moscow has, was concerned by Norwegian military spending and development of military infrastructure in the Scandinavian country. Military infrastructure is being uh, modernized and new weapons are being bought. The planes to develop the armed forces are clearly anti-Russian, the ministry statement read. Such situation can only alarm us, it added. The ministry stated that the foreign minister, Sergei uh, Lerov, uh, plans to raise the concerns at talk with his Norwegian counterpart, Ina Eriksen Søreider, in Kirkenes, uh, the northern uh, Norway town uh, to Russia and the Finnish border. Norwegian territory has been more actively used by other NATO members. Hmm, I wonder which NATO members that could be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> states the Russian ministry also wrote. Yeah, so our foreign minister or our foreign policy is, is anti-Russian. Or could I say maybe it's a little too pro-American. <laughs> right. That, those two things might be uh, the same. <laughs> I mean, it says right here, Russian authorities have previously crit criticized regular regular stations. Sta oh, regular stationing of U.S. soldiers in Norway. Uh, it, and this all comes out of... This was talks f uh, from Lavrov um, initially about that... Uh, Norwegian spy that we've talked about in the past that's still in Russia. Right. Because uh, they have... Uh, well, the rumors is that uh, Russia has decided to maybe pardon this... That's new, what I heard, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we don't have it in news because it's not 110% uh, Cons uh, but uh, well, we're, said, we're talking about uh, the talks of where where they talked about right. it, right? Yeah, I had it as a story, but I figured this was a better story to kind of go into it, and I just mentioned that off this story. So yeah, maybe if it right. actually happens, we'll talk about it in the future. Probably. Yeah. So um, uh, nothing happened in the UK this week, not at all. Um, so let's go on. Oh, wait. There happened something in the UK this week that maybe will have something to do with Brexit and Fro is very, very concerned about something for once that has to do with the UK. I wonder what that could be, Look, Can you take me through that? Uh, political parties in the UK are gearing up for a general election in 43 days' time uh, after the House of Commons approved a uh, December 12th ballot. Within minutes... Of the House of Commons voting in favor of the first December election uh, since 1923, uh, last <laughs> night. So yeah, yeah, this happened after, like after, yeah, I guess right after. Uh, let's see, how many hours ago was this? Da, 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 da. Not that, not that long ago, a few hours ago. Party leaders delivered their yeah. key messages in an early attempt to shape the nature of the coming campaign. Uh, mm -hmm. Wow, there's a weird sound. Prime Minister Boris Johnson claimed it was time for the country to come together as he offered the Conservative Party's pledge to get Brexit done and go forward. He has vowed to use the general election to ask voters to support his Brexit deal 
and return a conservative majority who can ratify the UK's divorce uh, into law. Jeremy Corbyn yeah. promised the most ambitious and radical campaign for real change that the country has ever seen. So yeah, but as I was to understand, they to get this passed as far as um, to get an election going, uh, Johnson had to actually go and talk to Corbyn, and uh, they had to agree on on a not non no deal Brexit, which was kind of the whole thing that that Johnson wanted the entire time. Right. So I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to say that this prediction will be my prediction of the year. Uh, and I don't think it's uh, super strange of me to say this, but the Brexit party will do a fucking amazing election. <laughs> there, There's... There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that the Brexit party will uh, maybe upset everybody by taking the prime minister's spot. And I'm 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 calling it now. I think that, you know. that was the most like uh uh it do really good uh mm, so what's your actual prediction here if you're going to make a prediction <laughs> i think the brexit party will do an uh, amazing election and nigel farage will be the new prime minister of england okay so you think nigel farage will be the prime minister the first one is not yes. really a prediction because it could like saying something did amazingly is very subjective it like you know uh, just but, doing fairly well could be. Okay, seen they, they as will good. be the biggest party, the biggest party in the UK. Right? There you go. That's a prediction. Yeah. Right. But uh, I, I, I fear it, and uh, I, I think, I think it probably will happen. I don't see uh, a lot of people voting Labour, and he, here's the problem. Look, I wouldn't vote Labour. Why don't you see a lot of people voting Labour? Uh, because they have been very anti-Brexit. Uh, well, the people who don't being... want who want Brexit are going to be uh, anti-Labour. Yes, but there's the whole other right. con contingent of people, and then there's the other people who maybe are just sick and tired of all the bullshit and just want it over with, and they know that Corbyn is going to get it done and over with sooner than Johnson will. But, but the problem is that if over and done with means that they will not leave the EU, yes, people should vote Labour. And that's that's the problem. They've, I can't... I can, as far I as I know, they've decided my... they're leaving the EU. It's just that uh, Corbyn wanted to have a deal on the table before they did it. And Johnson said it doesn't that. matter. He 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 wants a no deal Brexit. So they're still going to have a Brexit even with Corbyn. So that's not an argument. But uh, that is an argument because Corbyn has said many times before this election that he wants a new election about Brexit, and then maybe they will follow it, uh, the new election around Brexit. And that's not saying that's not that's not saying that I respect the first election. I'm saying voting Labour is almost a little like fuck you to people that voted for Brexit. Because Bre uh, Corbyn has absolutely no interest in 
in doing Brexit because he's uh, against us, uh, uh, them going out in the first place. What I've heard from Corbyn is that he said uh, he'll follow the will of the people. So if they want a Brexit, he'll do a Brexit. That's what I've. That's yeah, what but, I'm to understand. But that, that, that's me. But but that's a little <laughs> like if I was living with my wife and and she, I knew that she wanted pizza, but she hated olives, and I said, "Oh, we will have pizza because that's the will of the people." But I put olives in the pizza because I want olives in it. it doesn't make her happy. It doesn't make anybody happy about voting for it. It's a little like. So what are you? What's he, the what is the has, what's the olives in this scenario? <laughs> is olives the deal? The olive, yeah, the the deal. Okay. I I don't I don't think I want to point out at all in, Theresa May all is the one that like yes. practically came up with the whole deal, and she was a Tory. <laughs> I agree. Right. I agree. I'm 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 not saying that, but I'm just saying that with my consciousness. And my view on Brexit and my view on and on everything. I'm a socialist. I look at myself as a socialist on on everything. But this is such an important election, and this is however you see this election. This is a Brexit election. This has nothing else but Brexit on its mind. This election wouldn't happen if Brexit wasn't there. For fuck's sake. That's my point. This is a Brexit election. Okay. And voting Labour is against Brexit. Uh, I don't necessarily think it is. I think you're being a little bit brainwashed because Corbyn has said if the if will of the people says to do a Brexit, he'll do a Brexit. People is so, so fucking lame thing to say because he wanted a new election. He has said that it's not that long t- time ago. Yeah, it's under a week. But if he has said he I, I think if they do, Brexit. if they do have another re- referendum, do do you think that is a uh, that it's going to go the way of Labour? Because I don't. I think it would go. No. Still, they would still have a Brexit, and then I think he would follow but, what they say. Well. But I here's the problem, Fro. The EU doesn't want a Brexit. Clearly, the government of the UK hasn't wanted a Brexit, and that's why it's been delayed this whole time. I'm at a point where I realize, maybe maybe you realize this, none of these people really... weren't. This isn't going to happen because none of them want it. Whether the people want it or not, these people in power do not want it. So you need to realize well, that there's never going to be a no-deal Brexit. It's not going to happen. Period. And well, fig- figure it, out... It, uh, it, is going, it is going to happen with one man in power with one party in power the brexit party that is why people will vote the brexit party. I, I still don't think it'll happen I, even with a brexit party i think they're think about how long this has been going on fro even with nigel farage as prime minister i don't i still don't think the eu would get together with the parliament and get it all figured out uh, to have a have that kind of thing happen i just don't think he it, wants a no deal but he wants a no deal he wants to go out of the EU with a no deal. He has said that. And with a new parliament, with the Brexit party as the main party in the UK, if they are the only one that needs to govern uh, on their own, because that's what I think is going to happen, they will be out w- within a fucking week if they are in power. That's what you say, but I, I, yeah. I think there's too much power and too much money in this in the in the fight 
for that to happen. I all they have to do is pay off a couple of Brexit people to go to turn on them, and that's it, bro. Like this is this is the problem that I think you're seeing is that it's cut and dry that this is going to happen. Too much power, too much money involved in this whole Brexit thing for one side to just go, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, Nigel Farage is in the, the EU is just going to go, yeah, we give up. You know, that's it's just not feasible. So, and the pro the other problem is like the uh, uh, I'm not saying that people should vote the Brexit party. Just to, to make that very clear, their view on anything else but Brexit is atrocious. It they really are, does sound like you're right. promoting v voting for them. <laughs> No, I'm 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 saying that the Brexit party has one case, and this election is really about the uh, Brexit. That's why I think they will win. Um, yeah, that's them. fine. That was your original point. Yeah, I, I just don't think but, but, I don't think that, that uh, they will actually be able to do it. So okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to the next thing because. Uh, uh, though the uh, English election is fun and interesting, there uh, has been some other right-wing things in the news this week. Because uh, a right-wing pastor say Trump supporter will hunt down Democrats. Is it with guns and uh, arrows they will hunt them down? Yes, bow and arrow, exactly. It's... Bow and arrows. Yes. Uh... Donald Trump's supporter, uh, right, uh, the pastor said, Donald Trump supporters will hunt down Democrats and bring violence to America once the president leaves office, according to a right-wing Christian pastor, Rick Wiles, uh, on his apocalyptic uh, True News program. Uh, Mr. Wiles said the president's impeachment, or however he leaves office, will inspire, uh, this is in quotes, veterans, cowboys, and mountain men and guys that know how to fight uh, to bring violence to America by hunting down Trump's political enemies. Mm. Uh, the co-host said, once the blood starts flowing, it's near impossible to stop. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, this is nice. What a, what, a, what a terrible nice person. I really want to know more about this guy. Well, he loves Jesus, clearly. That's why he's a pastor. Because um, Jesus was all for the blood of the innocents, right? Yes, yes, right. yes. He said that many times during his, his time on earth. Sacrifice the blood That's of the innocents the... To, to appease <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, right. Yes. Oh, uh, but yeah, this this is a loon. <laughs> this is a... Uh... This is a, this is the definition of a loon. Is that okay that I say that? Uh, yeah, I think it, it's also this guy clearly has some kind of like um, end of the world kind of. Uh, I don't. I'm not really sure what type of Christian pastor he is. It just says right wing Christian pastor evangelical probably. So it's probably like evangelical end of the world type show. Because it says apocalyptic program, so I'm guessing he's coming from like a uh, the rapture is going to happen after Trump goes out of office and Jesus is going to come back on a white horse. Yeah, that kind of thing. Can I tell you a story that is kind of interesting about this? Have you heard of the? Yeah, you have heard of Left Behind, haven't you? You heard about the terrible movies, at least. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Left Behind? Like the yeah. program Hillary Clinton had for students in America in the 90s? <laughs> no. No Child I'm Left Behind? About, I'm talking Left Behind, the, the movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh, no, example. I don't think so. I don't remember that. Okay. Okay, well, there there's a series of books that are called the Left Behind books, okay? Okay. And it's written, written by two, two um, American Christian people. And when I was at my most religious, I read all, I think it's 12 books? I think it's 12 books. Don't, don't take that as a... As, as a number that, uh, but it's, it, it is uh, a lot of books and they are all about the rapture and how terrible the rapture will be and things like that. And I, I loved it. Then they came out with a terrible, terrible two movies and, uh, uh the tribulation force, I think was the second, uh, film, uh, terrible, terrible movies. Uh, but yeah, that reminds me of that. But uh, yeah, they are they are crazy. But uh, do you know what else is crazy? Uh, y- yes, I think I do. Uh, have you ever thought you would order an Uber uh, at one time, and you climb into the Uber, and you have prepaid for it, and then you get on going and you don't think about it and uh, suddenly you see that who's driving your, your Uber? Oh, a rat! And guess what? It is less stress as well. That's right. It says here, rats uh, taught to drive tiny cars to lower their stress levels. This may also be something you see uh, in, in the apocalypse, is rats just driving cars around. Um, <laughs> giant rats just I, driving I, I cars. that's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sign that it's the end of the world. Uh, learning to drive small cars, though, helps rat, rats feel less stressed. So during the apocalypse, the rats will be less stressed, so that's good. But scientists uh, have found at the research of University of Richmond, in the United States, uh, they taught a group of 17 rats how to, how to drive little plastic cars in exchange for bits of cereal. Uh, the lead uh, study lead, Dr. Kelly Lambert, said the rats felt more relaxed during the tasks and find, and finding that could help with the development of non-pharmaceutical treatments for, for help with mental illness. Uh, so like a psychological effect, like maybe we could use this to help people de-stress that have anxiety or something, you know what I mean, in the future. Uh, the rats were not required to take a driving test uh, at the end of the study, by the way. <laughs> Baby, you can drive my car, too, 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 even if you're a rat or a mouse. Mm-hmm. It says here, uh, t- this is how they actually drove the car. A copper wire was threaded horizontally across a jar, uh, the cab of the car, to form three bars, left, right, and center. To drive the car, the rat would sit on an aluminum plate and touch the copper wires. The circuit would then complete, and the animal could select a direction they wanted to travel. After months of training, training the rats learned not only to how, to make the, how to make the ratmobile move, but also how to change directions. Reacher, uh, reacher, 
researchers wrote in the Journal of Behavioral Brain Research. That's super interesting. Mm. That it, it only took them a couple months to figure out like how the controls of the actual car worked. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw a YouTube video of this. Uh, I think I, I saw it on the internet. Yeah, I saw it on on internet today because they covered it. You know what and, this reminds? Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, and it, 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 it it's super interesting that I find it so relaxing to drive these cars. You know what this reminds me of? No. Stuart Little. This is t- <laughs> real life Stuart oh, yeah. Little. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> True. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you ever see Stuart Little 2, by the way? Uh, I don't remember. See, because when I was a kid, there was like a TV kind of movie of Stuart Little, and then later they came out Mm. with the the movie version. So I remember the, I read the books as well, but then they had a TV version, and the TV version is kind of the nostalgic version for me. Um, Right. Yeah. Okay, uh, Luke, uh, we are going to talk about Swing Set Susan. Uh, who swings at Susan? Uh, she has oh, been charged with impersonating a police officer after she was threatening a group of Hispanic teenagers playing in a park in a now viral v- video. Uh, she was charged with impersonating a public servant Wednesday. The Fort Worth, Fort Worth Police Department announced on Twitter. Uh, so this video went viral and then they saw it and arrested her for impersonating a police officer so see the twitter video down there for oh it's only a minute long I, this you, went viral because it's in the vein of uh uh what was it uh barbecue patty or whatever it was there's a whole bunch of these i know we watched one in the past where the girl squirted a squirt gun at some lady and she got so mad and was gonna threaten us charge her with assault for getting squirted with a squirt gun. Remember that? Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one. <laughs> oh, loud. So kids playing in a swing. They're totally children. She's like, you're not children. So get the fuck out of here now if you're not here to play as a child. Read the fucking song. How old are these girls, bro? Do you think? Uh, 14. I was going to say 14. 14. Yeah, 14. That, uh, yeah. She's not even Oh, 13. Okay. okay. I'm going to arrest you as an adult, she just said to this girl. It has five million views on Twitter, by the way. And the the girl in the background is like, she's not even on duty. So they actually, be- the the kids believed her, clearly, that, that uh, she was a cop. And then they're like, how can she arrest her? She's not even on duty. This doesn't even make sense. This 14-year-old girls are like, this doesn't even make sense. Hmm. So, I'm going to guess if you're going to cut. Oh my gosh, uh, robots. What? Oh. 
Well, Scott didn't like that we watched that video. Apparently not. <laughs> I don't. <you're, laughs> we all of a sudden like had a terrible lag, and you were seriously the worst roboting ever. But uh, we're back, I guess. <laughs> Weird. Hey, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. We have a Twitter account. It's uh, podcast ADC at Twitter. That's podcast ADC at Twitter. We are a member of Pod All The Time Network. Go and check them out on Twitter. Uh, they are cool guys that helps us promote this show that you're listening to. If you want to promote us, share on us on Twitter, Facebook, and all social media apps. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we're fairly close to a thousand on Twitter. It'd be nice to get there if people just add us add us on Twitter. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, wow. And share the podcast uh, on all those places and everywhere else. Sharing is caring. Hey, uh, TV. Uh, there hasn't been uh, much new TV this week. Uh, I will begin uh, with the four episodes of a show that I kind of was looking forward to. Uh, the first four episodes of Castle Rock. Uh, they gave us three episodes at once, and they gave it us one episode yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, this... This is very, very, very much better than season one. Uh, it's definitely darker and definitely more uh, Stephen Kingish. Uh, I think it's more horror centered than uh, season one was. I really, really like season two of uh, Cast Rock. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, excited to see how it will go. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll have to check it out. I mean, I was not a huge fan. Like, the first one was good, but I think because we covered it, uh, I felt, like, um, obligated to watch it, and it kind of diminished right. it a little bit for me, but maybe this season I'll like better like you did. Maybe that's the reason you like this season better is because you didn't have to cover it. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, did you watch anything? Uh, yeah, the, I mean, like you said, not much new stuff. I I was really busy, so I was mostly outside working all this week. So the only thing that was really new and special that I saw was the Boxmac Halloween special. <laughs> Yearly Boxmac Halloween special came out. I don't think that's TV, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Is YouTube really TV? Is really? Netflix TV? I watch. I actually watch YouTube on my TV. So yes, I watched it on a television. Fro. So te it is. <laughs> I technically watched the Box Mech special on my television. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess you you technically did did watch it. Yeah. It was pretty good. No, it was very funny. Good. Uh, I watched a new zombie show on uh, Netflix called Daybreak. Uh, I was not uh, very excited to see this. I'm a little tired of all those fucking zombie TV shows, to be honest. Uh, but I liked it. I didn't love it, but it's definitely bringing something new 
a lot of fourth world breaking. Uh, it is totally aimed at people 16 uh, plus, 16 plus, I would say. Okay. Uh, but I saw the whole season, so, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I give it a 7. 10 episodes. All right. Um, that was all I saw really this week. I mean, I kept, uh, kept up on a few shows, but like I said, didn't really watch any TV. Okay. What shows did you... I mean, just all the shows that I talked about last week, really, because there's so much I'm keeping up to date on. I don't really have time to, like, get into yeah. new stuff, because if I got into new stuff, how am I going to keep up, up to date on the old stuff, because I don't have enough time uh, to even get into new stuff. So if I got into new stuff, I wouldn't have time to watch the old stuff, and I'd just get behind on everything. So right now I'm just keeping up to date on everything, like Mr. Robot and Prodigal Son and Emergence. These are shows that you kind of have to keep, or in The Purge. All these shows are, like, running things, so The Good Place, you know, things yeah. like that. Do you think The Purge is still good? I I think it's still good. I think it's still better than season one. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm starting to feel like a lot of these TV shows that are based off of movies that came out ten years ago are trying to retcon what the movie was actually about. <laughs> to, like, so that yeah. when you look up The Purge on Google... You're going to find the TV show and it's going to, you're going to be like, oh, that's what The Purge is about. Or like any of right. these shows that are kind of like based off of a movie uh, and then the TV show comes out. Especially stuff that's based off of uh, movies that came out a really long time ago. Uh, and I kind of feel that a, a way about it, but at the same time, the second episode was still good. I haven't seen the one from last night, but the second episode was still right. good. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to uh, say that I watched the second episode of Watchmen. Uh, I see people raving about this on, on the internet, but I'm going probably to shock you because this was one of my most anticipated shows of this year, actually. Uh, but I'm two episodes and I'm out. Look, uh, I'm not going to continue watching Watchmen. Well, it's got I... terrible scores. Everybody hates it, so you're 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 not alone. Yeah, it's it's just very cartoonish, and uh, not in a good way. I am very excited for for when you come around and watch Primal. That's one of the shows that I think that you will love most this year. This is I'm going to guess that it's going to be your number one. Uh, uh, show of the year when you finally get around to see it since you love Samurai Jack but Primal, oh, it's so good we sure. need to see it, Primal Primal anyway, we have a main topic that is a lot of things to get into because this has been a rabbit hole of uh, main uh, topic but before we talk about that we will talk about Undone, episode 7. What was Undone about? Oh, yes, Undone. Uh, penultimate episode, as they say, uh, called yeah. The Wedding. Oh, very clear name, because there's a wedding in this episode. Alma attends <laughs> Becca and Reed's wedding while continuing to investigate her father's mur murder. Meanwhile, Jacob encourages Alma to stop investigating in the present and find her way back to the past to save him. Right, her dad is Jacob, I guess. 
Yeah. Did you know her dad yeah. was named Jacob? That's the first time I think I oh. <laughs> knew that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. When know. it started saying this in the description, Jacob encourages her to stop investigating. I thought he was talking about the businessman. The boy. Oh, I was thinking the businessman the in the hotel room. Remember where he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. you need to stop looking into this. Right. But holy shit, this was a good episode uh, again. I can't wait to see the last episode now because uh, the ending of this episode was really, really cliffhanger. I guess I, the ending was weird to me. I don't understand the ending because it was like she was this uh, Native American dance is what it looked like. Uh, right. Was some kind of. I think what they're trying to say is that dance. Remember the scenes where she had the. Po little poker game and how it was supposed to center yes. her and everything and get her right. keep her on right. the right path or whatever maybe this dance is her poker game right right and 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 that's why, why i think uh, with her jumping to the mirror it's going to send her back to uh, uh that day I, I think that will be... The it was just weird because the ending last whatever, three five three to five minutes is just all music and dancing and right. there's no explanation as to what's happening. Like, are these kids really running around and dancing and doing this dance around her? Right. Or is this all like a fever dream? Or is it is it real? Is it not real? Yeah, I'm still like questioning that. But yeah, very good episode. Um, hopefully they wrap everything up. I see. Yeah, we looked into it, and uh, what I'm seeing, at least on nextepisode.net, it says status returning series. But I looked into it, and I could not find any confirmation of them having a second season. Uh, but right. yeah. But then again, we have not watched the last episode, so we don't really know how it's closed, closing. So closing, Jesus Christ. Well, I can tell you the name of name of the episode, and the name of the final episode is that Halloween night, which we right. know as like that was the last time she saw her father was that Halloween scene. Right. So my yes. guess is that's where we're going next. Which that's exactly what you said. So that's, yeah, yeah, it seems like that's what's happening. Yeah, it it will be very very interesting to see if we finally see who killed. Uh, killed killed him because I think he was killed. I I, I have a strange feeling that it it was his partner uh, in 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 uh, in the business that killed him. I don't I don't have proof for it, but I think so. Yeah, I it I mean, I'm trying to think back to the one. There's one part. Um, to where we see actually what happened in the past and we get to see him right. in the car flying off of the cliff. Uh, and didn't it seem like there was another person in the car? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I it thought did. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, we will cover that next week. But yeah, talking about Rabbit Hole, uh, what uh, is the Denver airport conspiracy all about, Look. Uh, Denver Airport or Denver International Airport, known as DIA, uh, also known by its I IDA code DEN or ICAO code 
K-D-E-N. I don't know what either of those are. I know what D-E-A is, or D-I-A. That's like the code for when you're at the airport, but... Uh, right. Denver International Airport has accredited a collection of conspiracy theories. These theories most commonly claim that it is the new secret headquarters or compound used by the Illuminati, New World Order, neo-Nazis, or reptoid-type aliens. These claims are usually based on an alleged swastika shape that the runway and taxiways make when seen from the air, as well as murals, sculptures, and engravings claimed to be secret code or an alien language. So let's start with that first uh, claim there about the runway, Fro. Yes, let's. No, I was waiting for you. (laughs) Okay. uh... Oh, uh... (laughs) I was thinking you were going to go into it. That's funny. Sorry. I was not going. I was not at all ready for you to give me the opportunity to talk about it. Sorry. You want me to talk about the Nazi runways, do you? Mm, well, yes. like many modern airports, the DIA consists of several buildings or complex surrounding by runways connected uh, to them with taxiways. Uh, this uh, particular layout does allow for ex- extremely efficient uh, congregation of planes to arrive and depart from the runway simultaneously without the plane movement overlapping. The largest distance between the parallel runways uh, provides more room around the aircraft in bad weather, as Denver is well known for high winds and extremely unpredictable weather. It is also adding more parable runways into the future. Of course, it, uh, if you have uh, been primed to see sinister patterns everywhere, the whole thing looks like a giant Nazi swastika. <laughs> and, and yes, it, it, uh, it really looks like a big, big, big giant Does Nazi swastika. Does it though? Swastika. Because there's one extra, there's an extra line on the bottom right hand right. side. So that ruins the like. If there was one line missing, yes, it would look like that. But yeah, that's if you ignore the fact that the shape was an extra arm that is not racially, radically symmetrical. Well, you can judge for yourself. Yeah, but uh, most people think it's a pinwheel shape. Oh, I mean it is, but isn't like a swastika kind of a pinwheel shape already? Right. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go to underground facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most prevalent conspiracy theories regarding Denver International Airport, uh, that the airport was built to conceal massive top-secret underground bunkers, which we covered deep underground military bases on this show before. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is like an example of w- one place people who believe in deep underground military blaze- bases think this place was built just so the top was an airport so they could build uh, one of these things underneath it. There are multiple theories as to why these bunkers exist, including the bunkers being home for aliens, that the space uh, will be used by FEMA as concentration camps in the future when the U.S. government will kill its own citizens, uh, and that space that, that the space is intended to be a fallout shelter for wealthy and famous, and wealthy and famous who... Uh, who should the fa- who should the earth face 
That's a broken sentence. But what they're trying to say is, uh, if the Earth should face some sort of apocalyptic disaster. Uh, mm -hmm. Undoubtedly, there is an incredible amount of space below the Denver airport, approximately 470,000 square feet underneath un of underground space. That is actually quite big. Yeah, I, I, I looked it up in meters, and it's uh, incredibly big. And how, what do you use all that for? But they talked a little about it in the documentaries that I watched this week. Because if you go on YouTube, there's actually a lot of things about this. Mostly because they, for some strange reason, think it's very funny that uh, they, uh, they are the conspiracy uh, <laughs> airport. But I, I think we'll cover that a little later. Well, yeah, we're going to go to their actual... Uh, website where they have they have something on their actual website about all this, but we'll go to that in a second, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, continuing but on yeah. this, I guess. Uh, conspiracy theorists propound the FEMA concentration camp theory, argued that this space serves no practical pur no practical purpose. Why ex excavate such a large area for no reason? They also point out the above mentioned murals, which we'll get into as proof. Uh, mm -hmm. They think that uh, this space, with no practical purpose, is proof that something nefarious is go uh, is going on at the airport. They then come with the conclusion that the underground facility will be a scene for mass genocide, and then it's talking about the art, the murals. So, should we go into the really weird art right now? Yeah, uh, because the DIA art contains uh, what you should be called alien language soldiers in gas masks, oppressing peasants and Freemason pl plagues, or weird art. Uh, take your pick. You have a 32-foot-tall, uh, very normal, correct sculpture of a blue horse. Its official name is Blue Mustang. But with his sinister glowing red eyes and veins that can be visited by people as they drive uh, out of the airport, the local knows him as Blucifer. Blucifer uh, was not billed. It has always been there, thirsting for blood there for the installation. Blucifer has taken the life of its creator, and hunger for human life is insatiable. Right. So the guy, the artist who created yeah. this, uh, Lucifer, was crushed by was it. Yeah, <laughs> it fell on him. That's they 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 say that that was a uh, the conspiracy theorists from saying that that was mm -hmm. a uh, Illuminati sacrifice to the gods. Mm. To to like bless the airport with Illuminati the blood the blood sacrifice for the Illuminati. Uh, the airport itself was supposed uh, to look like snow-capped uh, uh, Rockies, while the locals often refer to this as circus tents. Uh, there are also gargoyles to sit uh, in, uh, in luggage around the baggage claims. It looks like a circus tent, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, from a distance, it even maybe looks like an Indian... like. Uh, Native American teepee 
uh, yeah. thing from like way back in the day. But yeah, I mean, I guess I could, I don't know, I could see mountains. It's kind of abstract mountains, but... Uh, and then there's this these murals, which are prob- to me are the weirdest thing. Mm. Yep. The mural in question is a multi is multi-piece of art called In Peace and Harmony with Nature and the Children of the World Dream of Peace by Leo Tenguma? The first yeah, Tenguma. part has the soldiers. The second part that is omitted from the conspiracies is much happier. The artist stated the mural was to depict man-made environment destruction and genocide along with humanity coming together to heal nature and live in peace. So... Uh, if you look at the first picture there, up, up at the top, mm. we've got a picture of what looks like some kind of soldier with a gas mask and a giant sword stabbing a dove, which obviously the dove represents peace. So the stabbing right. the dove would represent, you know, killing peace. And we have all these people that look like there's, there's like, this lady has a dead baby in her arms, right? Is that what you're seeing? Yep. And there's like a yep. rainbow that the rainbow, as soon as it hits the soldier, it turns to blackness. Like it's killing the, mm-hmm. the light, the, the goodness or whatever the soldier is. Uh, and there's definitely some other people dying here. So th- yeah, I mean, this definitely represents uh, some kind of death. Uh, it definitely death of peace. And, and there's some kind of picture down or some kind of piece of paper down there, which I'm not really sure what you see it. That's written. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which some of the conspiracy theorists say is the represents what do you call it the um, bill of rights or maybe like the constitution and it's like this this is the illuminati killing off the constitution bro right do you know what this reminds me of the picture no All this. yeah uh, have you seen uh, uh, a watchtower uh, uh, publication. Have you seen inside the, the uh, Watchtower, like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses uh, literature? Uh, oh, that Watchtower, right? Um, yes. No, I don't. Well, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never like actually sat down and read it. No. It, it looks exactly like this. There's pictures <laughs> exactly. that look like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have many, especially the second one, where where uh, like we save the world, we are peace, blah blah blah. So Rainbow, yeah, go ahead and describe and... that picture, kind of, so people can understand, because it's like the second picture of the first picture, and the first picture I just described. Sure. The second picture. Uh, well, go ahead. There's a rainbow on the top. Uh, then there's a lot of flags, uh, and a lot of people from. A lot of different uh, places, and it says, says peace in in many different uh, languages. We see the British flag, we see the Italian flag, we see the Brazilian flag. Uh, we then uh, we see kind of two doves sitting on what I would call a Gaul of a Viking? It's kind of a dark... It's the guy uh, from the first picture, Fro. Go back to the first picture. I don't know how you can't see this. It's the soldier from the first picture, right? So now the doves are alive. The soldier from the first picture is dead. 
the rainbow is back over the people and the the people have come together to kill off this soldier that's represented it looks very uh anti-communism the fall of the you know when the vladimir putin or not uh, what's the guy's name when the russia when the stalinistic statues came down right this it, right. that's what it kind of represents to me or the what it looks like um so i mean when you look at this thing you go okay so what it represents is these two pictures or these two paintings uh, the first one is like okay this is death and kind of the world is horrible and then all everybody comes together and fixes it and there's peace throughout the world right but the conspiracy theorists see this and they say that this is actually representative of uh, the first picture is what the illuminati is planning on doing to bring around world peace through like some kind of uh We've talked about the Illuminati before, and according to the conspiracy theorists, their plan is to bring around world peace through a false god, right? Or bring a, 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 some kind of evil uh, demon spirit. Some people believe it's actually they believe in Lucifer or Satan or whatever, and that's the false god. So they believe that the uh, the Illuminati is going to use this first picture, and that, that represents them uh, overtaking the world so that uh, they can bring around peace in a one-world government. And the second picture represents the one-world government. That That's what the conspiracy theory... Can you see that, kind of? Yeah, I, I, I can see that. It's a, I mean, it, you can interpret it that way if, if you're looking for yeah. it. It's very much like the swastika uh, of the runways. <laughs> right. Uh, should we end this uh, part with the dedication stone? Yeah, please. The dedication stone at Denver International Airport is another piece in the arguments probably guided by conspiracy theories. In this, uh, their eyes, the capstone is a blatant sign that the airport is under control of the Freemasons and also under the control of the New World Order. Conspiracy theorists uh, point to a few reasons why this is the case. One reason is the organization named the New World or uh, New World Airport Commission is carved into the stone. In reality, the commission is uh, on the stone that it was integral in the building and founding of the airport. The name New World Airport Commission is, of course, similar to uh, of the New World Order, and so conspiracy theorists believe that two of the uh, incongruently co is connected, and their uh, lends further credence to the belief that the world uh, New World Order is secretly, or not so uh, secretly, in charge of the AA. I mean, it says on it the New World Airport Commission. Okay. But I guess that is a real thing. Yeah. But, I mean, that's very convenient for conspiracy theorists. It also says here, they've also pointed out the fact that a Masonic symbol is featured on the dedication stone, which I've seen that, and there definitely is, like, the Masonic yeah. symbol right on the stone. But, I mean, what does that really mean? I don't know. Uh, while also placing great significance on the day of this dedication on the stone. The stone was dedicated on March 19th, 1994. If you add up the individual numbers in that date, 
1 plus 9 plus 1 plus 9 plus 9 plus 4, it equals 33, which represents perfection and the highest degree of Freemasonry you can hold. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah, let's go to their website. Conspiracy! Yeah, because if I was an airport and uh, there was a lot of conspiracy theories around my airport, uh, what would I would what would I not do? Would I maybe say, "Hey, uh, leave this alone," or would I fucking promote it? Well, See, that's the question, Fro, because some people would say that promoting it is exactly what you would do if everybody found out about it. Maybe. But that's what they say about aliens, is the reason uh, we see all these things from the government about aliens recently is because, or, or whatever, is because there are, there are aliens, but they want everybody to think, oh, anybody who thinks there's aliens is crazy, right? So this would be the same where they're putting it out here to be like, yeah, it's it, it's totally wacky and kooky, and then it makes it so that uh, you can call everybody conspiracy theorists. But they have a website. What's the website from? It is uh, flydenver.com slash great, and then under, uh, what do you call that? Underline? Underscore. Underscore, yeah. Uh, what does it say there? Hall, uh, and then... Uh, backslash den files but if you just go to flydenver.com and then you go i believe it's under travelers uh is that right no no All right if you look up uh flydenver.com and then look up uh, conspiracy theory on google it'll definitely find it but called oh, yeah. den, den files uh, you may or may not have heard of the dens the dens got some secrets since the airport's opening in 1995 there have been endless rumors and theories people saying our underground tunnels lead to secret meeting facilities for the world's elite our blue horse is thought to be cursed and some believe we are connected to the new world order and freemasonry some people even say that we are home to a colony of lizard people and this is on their website literally on their mm -hmm. website uh, so yep. we already talked about the first two uh, pretty in-depth, but the first two they, they say are it was built by the New World Order, and the second one is the airport contains the Illuminati headquarters. Uh, the next one, the artwork contains clues to the apocalypse. Uh, I guess we kind of already went into that too, didn't we? Yeah. So what's the number four one there, Fro? Speaking of the apocalypse, we are ready for it. In addition to the Illuminati headquarters, it's a, a rumor that we have several underground baggage tunnels just waiting to house the world's elite when the world comes to an end. Listed people, aka uh, reptiles, and the evidence of aliens are also thought to be down there. Apparently, they have been drawing on walls. Silly stuff <laughs> with the graffiti. I love that. So what's what's to come? Are we expecting the bunkers? We hamping the lucid liars, giving the gargoyles a much needed makeover? Uh, not exactly, but uh, if that's what you want to believe, we're not going to hinder your imagination. 
So dream on, travelers. Dream on. And then underneath this, they have, they've created memes. <laughs> There's like a stack of memes you can copy and put on Twitter yep. or something that are like all... One of them is a picture of uh, the gargoyle, but he's in, in between a metal detector. And it says, streamline security or more secrets. Uh, learn the truth at the denfiles.com. So, <laughs> denfiles.com. So, go there, Fro. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Hall Project. This doesn't have anything about what they, they said it would. If you go Aww. to denfiles.com, it does not go Aww. to where you want it to go, which is really silly. My, but my 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 favorite one is: What are we creating? A more space for interesting artwork. B a better airport experience. C zombie cat layer. <laughs> There's a picture of a cat with an aluminum foil hat. So let's go back to the wiki look and. Um, uh, the fifth paragraph uh, under underground facilities. Okay. Will you, you want me to read that? Please. Okay. Uh, the theory of the Denver airport concealing a shelter for the world's elite reached a more mainstream audience when the ideas were further propagated by a former American wrestler slash politician, Jesse Ventura, in January 2010 episode of his sensationalized television show Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. Did you watch this when it was on? Yeah, I I really liked it. So. I the first two seasons I thought were amazing, and the third season I thought was yeah. a piece of garbage. But uh, yeah, totally agree. I think they just <laughs> ran out of things to talk about, and at the yeah. time, yeah. even now, I still listen to some of Jesse Ventura's stuff, which I think he has a television show, actually, like a news program somewhere. Believe it or not, um, really, because I see clips of him like all the time online. Yeah, uh, okay. In the episode, Ventura sits. Uh, visits the DIA with a conspiracy theorist who claims that the space below the airport will be used for a shelter, the world's elite in 2012 apocalypse predicted by the Mayan calendar. So this was before 2012, yeah. obviously. Uh, Ventura is shown one of the infamous murals in which, according to the conspiracy theorist, a child is de depicted holding a Mayan stone tablet. Uh, this is presented in as inconvertible evidence incontrovertible, sorry, evidence that the airport is nothing but a front for an apocalyptic fallout shelter. Mm. Right. So that came out in 2010. So, uh, yeah, where does this rate on the crazy scale look? Um, see, it's a little, like the whole idea of aliens living underneath the Denver airport, that's pretty crazy. Right. Yes. <laughs> this is a lot of different conspiracy theories coming in and culminating into one kind of conspiracy theory. So it's really hard mm -hmm. to put a crazy scale on something that's so... It's all these different things. But if I could bind them all together and try to make them one thing and call them a, a crazy level, I think I'm going to have to go with maybe a seven? I don't know. What about you? Yeah. I, I think we are as slow as six, actually. Because they're so... Uh, I think uh, it proves uh, a little of those things that we have talked about before about like uh, I don't I, I I agree with you that them using this in the promotional material and things like that is like 
uh, that program thing we talked about so many times, uh, where where the government is getting ready to like tell us something. Uh, progressive programming was that you called it? Uh, predictive programming. But but the whole thing about like. Them using this uh, in the material and kind of making fun of themselves and things like that. I I I I I don't buy it. I don't buy that they they like this. So yeah, I think it's a clear six. All right. So, Luke, have you seen any movies this week? Uh, I did. Uh... I saw a movie from August. It's called Rocket Man. Uh, mm. what is, there was a secondary title to it. Um, Mad Mike's mission to prove the flat Earth. So it's not Rocket Man. Yeah, because from the nineties. It's not right. Elton John one. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not Rocket Man from the nineties, right? Uh, it's right. about the guy who uh, tried to shoot himself off in a rocket, or I guess successfully shot himself off in a rocket to try to prove Flat Earth. And it's about yeah. the build-up of them building the rocket, and it's a background documentary of the documentary crew following this guy uh, from the first time he was kind of in the news up until he finally shoots the rocket off. And it was a very good documentary. I enjoyed it. It is. Uh, I saw a yeah, lot of really like... silly things in there, and... Our idea when I think when we covered vaccines and the whole when we our argument was it's very similar to flat Earth. Uh, mm-hmm. These guys are anti-vaxxers as well as flat Earthers, and they were connecting the two very much in this documentary, and I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, uh, I saw a movie in the cinema. Uh, it uh, contained uh, zombies. What movie do you think I saw? Do you think I saw Zombie World or Zombie Land Two? Zombie Land Two. <laughs> Double Trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was okay. Six. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it felt a very like apropos m- movie. There's a lot of. Uh, I think if you like the first one, I I think you will enjoy this. It's 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 worse. I but just it's a totally okay movie. I feel like zombies were a meme in like 2010 or something, right? Right. And. Uh, that's when Walking Dead was big and everything, and there were like zombie walks, you know, in cities and things like that. Zombie, the zombie yeah. run and all that. I don't think it's as much of a meme anymore. I think it's kind of when Zombieland One came out, it was still relevant. I don't think it's relevant anymore. Mm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. But uh, we had some uh, movie news this week. Uh, funny enough. Uh, there was a, a setback on Star Wars because uh, the Game of Thrones duo uh, David Dinoff and D.B. Wise they 
said that they don't were are not going to have time to direct uh, any more Star Wars movie, and everybody was crushed by that news except me and Luke. <laughs> I think this is a hilarious story because yeah. it, what happened with the whole Game of Thrones? Everybody was so pissed off about that final. Uh, season of Game of Thrones, and they all blamed it on the fact mm. that these guys went to do Star Wars, and now these guys are like, yeah, we can't do Star Wars. <laughs> it's almost yeah. an even bigger fuck you to the Game of Thrones fans than it is to the Star Wars fans, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing is, they, they blamed Netflix, so Netflix is more or less getting uh, trouble as well. Uh, so it's kind of strange. Um, so this week uh, uh, in the streaming wars, and uh, Apple TV is going to Apple TV Plus is going to start. And um, next week we uh, we will, after that we will have Disney Plus. Uh, and I can tell you that we will talk about Disney Plus in the coming weeks. So keep on if you want to hear about that. But uh, look, are you ready to count down? I am. Let's count down. SDX. Oh, yeah. Is this a commercial? No, I think this is a boomer meme. I got 63 years. 57 years. Phone back. The only thing is that I have had this kind of app. Oh, this is a real app. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they actually made one called Countdown just to promote this movie as well. Like, you can go download this exact app that's, you know, just a promotion ah. for the movie. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's pretty good promotion for a movie. Yeah, I will look in, in the App Store. That's what I read on Facebook. I haven't actually seen the app, but... Oh, that guy's funny. Mm. Weird to see a comedian in the horror movie, but... Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. It's really just a random number with a clock. It's not that scary, but it seems like it works on YouTube clowns. Yeah, he's on the Rogan show all the time, that guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to say you have to get a Huawei. Oh my god. Yeah, that definitely looks cheesy. Death. There's an app for that. That is a terrible catch line. Guess what I found, Luke. What? I sent you a picture of it. Okay, let me look. Yep. Like I said, 
Yep. <laughs> I bet it's on both Apple and Android is my guess, but I could be wrong, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I found it on Android as well. So what is this Oscar nominated movie all about, Look. Uh, right. It It's not the ring. Uh, when a nurse uh, downloads an app that claims to predict exactly when a person is going to die, it tells her she only has three days to live. With time ticking away and a figure haunting her, she must find a way to save her life before time runs out. 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 27% on Rotten Tomatoes, 26% on Fandango, but 82% of Google users like this film. Mm -hmm. This whole premise is is a joke from... Uh, a, the, remember when we did best stand-up comedy specials? Steve, yes. Stephen Wright has a joke that is the premise of this movie, where he says, uh, I know exactly when I'm going to die because my birth certificate has an expiration date. And that that is this movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. I went to IMDb. Uh, J. Wagner 74299 uh, had the headline 5.5. Save renting. I think not. Explanation point. Explanation point. Explanation point. Explanation point. Okay, so I love horror movies. I'm a big fan of The Conjuring, Annabelle, Halloween movies, etc. And I thought this movie was going to be stupid, just like how Bye Bye Man. Oh Jesus Christ, that was an awful movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that was my worst movie of the year that year. Uh, and I wish uh, and wish upon uh, where, uh, but to the uh, to the top of I read reviews. I I saw it first at five point three out of ten, and I saw the rating. But I usually still give movies a shot. I was surprised. I would fairly rate it as good as Happy Death Day. Really? Oh, if not better. It is funny, like, how Death Day adds some chuckles, and there was also many good jump scares. Definitely must try before being judged, movie. Well, that explains why that comedian's in there, obviously. Um, yeah, I went to the Facebook. Uh, I'm just done seeing it. It was, uh, this is from uh, Dennis Ely. I, I, just, I just got done seeing it. Uh, it was okay, but I wish it was more scarier. More scarier. That's not good uh, mm. grammar there. But English. No. Yeah. Uh, the f phone seemed very much like the main character, uh, but I wish it was more of a character, is what he said. Uh, so, I, you know, like, the phone kind of uh, is the focal point of the whole movie, so maybe there's not one main character. It's just the phone moving from person to person. I guess that makes sense why he would say that. Uh, Deborah Emery says, wasn't that good? Saw it yesterday. It's just like Final Destination. Three sad face emojis. Can I read one of the reviews <laughs> of this app, by the way? Sure, no problem. <laughs> Skylar Newport said, I can't even use the uh, uh, app. Uh, I thought app, uh, iPhone users only could install it but i have an iphone when i go to open it says it stopped working please fix it so i know that it isn't real but i want to see how long i have left to live 
I know it isn't real, but I want to know how long I left. I have to live. There was a lot of people on the uh, on the Facebook being like, "Oh my gosh, I've got this long to live," and like posting up their thing on the Facebook, being like. Uh, some of them, it seemed like they weren't taking it seriously, and then some of them were like, don't do that! You're actually gonna die! <laughs> Rick, and, Rick and Morty Kid Friendly is another one there. I can't even play the dying app. I will, I, uh, I always say sorry, but the countdown app have stopped working. The bugs are obviously not fixed. Please fix. I'm not able to play the game. Is it a game when it just tells you how much shit time you have left <laughs> i'm not going to install it because i'm i'm too afraid i don't want to fucking know <laughs> it, it's just okay. as accurate as that one that's like how this is how you're gonna look when you get this old or whatever you know what right. i mean yeah <laughs> i know but i don't want to mess with it you know what i have i have many small principles i i i'm i i wouldn't play with a ouija board as well I, I have never with played board. with a Nope, wouldn't do it. Too fucking afraid. Really? I've too, seen too. Yeah, I'm. I've seen too many horror movies. Like, I guess so. I, yeah, but it's made by Milton Bradley. It's not like a s sinister evil cabal that made it. It's made by a, the same company that makes like Candyland. <laughs> but, but, but I'm I'm a scaredy pants. I'm a scaredy. I'm scared. Other movies that came out this week was Black and Blue. It's an action thriller with Naomi Harris, cool. Uh, who eventually capture a murder of a young drug dealer on her body cam. This has got 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Do I see anything about Rotten Tomatoes? No. Oh, I got 46% is what I'm seeing. Okay. What well, other movies is coming out this week? Uh, the Current War Director's Cut. So this clearly it's just, you know, the director's cut of something that already came out. But Thomas right. Edison and George Westinghouse, the greatest inventors of the industrial age, engage in a battle of technology and ideas that will determine whose electrical system will power the new century. Backed by J.P. Morgan, Edison dazzles the world by lighti lighting Manhattan. Uh, oh, like, that's current. Jesus Christ. Current I'm war. Slow. Right, there you go. Uh, 33% right. on Rotten I was Tomatoes. Thinking about, <laughs> I was thinking about, like, current, like, happening now. <laughs> right, exactly. I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, 33% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 86% uh, mm -hmm. of Google users liked it. Uh, produced by Harvey Weinstein. So obviously this came out <laughs> a little while ago there, bro. Whoopsie. <laughs> so uh, what did you make on this three movies? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Uh, so October, the very final two movies of the October movie bet, uh, Countdown. Three. Yeah, three. Black and blue as well. Oh, black and blue. Right. My bad. So let's do black and blue first. Opening weekend, 8.3 million. Uh, okay. Countdown did 8.8 .8 million. Really, really close to each okay. other, obviously. And the current war director's cut, I'm guessing, did not do well. Uh, 2.6 uh, million. Yeah. Yeah, that isn't 
terrible. But I feel like Sad. anybody who wanted to see that movie saw it the first time it came out, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So that means I won with Joker, Luke. That's right. Uh, so you get to pick the uh, topic for next week, and then we'll go into the yeah. next month movie bit. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Religion. I found this week, actually, when I was going down uh, the YouTube ra rabbit hole. Uh, I found a, a fun little religion called the Church of the Worlds. Worlds. And if you go to www.caw.org and not createawrestler.org, as Luke thought it was very funny enough, but it's www.caw.org. Uh, yeah, we will talk about it. And it's a pagan religion. And yeah, we haven't really talked about many pagan religions, so... This is an interesting religion. Right, I don't think it's like 100%. I think it's kind of a parody religion slightly, but we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, mm -hmm. So, to the November movie bet, anybody who hasn't heard about the movie bet before, we take all the movies that are, you know, wide enough release that they're going to make a ton of money. We split the, the month in half. One person gets the first half, one person gets the second half of the movies. And whoever gets the movie with the highest... Uh, total of money in the first opening weekend uh, gets to pick a topic for the show. <coughs> um, so let's go through these movies. I'll start. Motherless Brooklyn, cr uh, crime drama yeah, from... Whoa, what? No, well, before you do that, we should say that uh, you have the first half this uh, month, and I have the second half. Right, I was going to say that at the end, but that's fine. Uh, Motherless Brooklyn, crime drama by Warner Brothers. Arctic Dogs, adventure and animation comedy from Entertainment Studio Motion Pictures. Terminator Dark Fate, an action adventure from Paramount Pictures. Harriet, a biography drama history from Focus Features. Uh, Last Christmas, a comedy drama romance from Universal. I will be very, very angry if they don't have Last Christmas, I gave you my heart in that Movie. I will be very, very angry. I bet that's exactly why it's called that is because they paid for the rights of them song, but I could be wrong. I, I'm going to guess that as well. Better Days, a drama romance from Velgo USA Entertainment. Right. Midway, an action drama history war film by Lionsgate. Dr. Sleep, a horror from Warner Brothers. Uh, playing with Fire, Comedy Family uh, by Paramount Pictures. Ford versus Ferrari, action biography drama sport from Fox. The Good Liar, a drama from Warner Brothers. Am I having a flashback here? I don't know Charles why they're Angel? redoing this again. <laughs> Jonas Angels for the third time, action adventure comedy from Sony Pictures. Maybe it's going to be all men, like uh, the Ghostbusters mm. reboot. This is going to be an all men's Charlie's mm -hmm. Angels. Mm. That's probably not going to happen, but it would be funny. Uh, <laughs> Frozen 2, an adventure, animation, comedy, family, festi uh, fantasy musical <gasps> from Walt Disney Pictures. Uh, or as I call it, I totally won this bet already. 
A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, a biography drama from Sony Pictures. Uh, 21 Bridges action crime drama thriller from STX. Knives Out, a comedy uh, crime drama mystery thriller from Lionsgate. Uh, and finally, Queen and Slim, a drama from Universal. So, mm -hmm. let's go through mine first. Which ones do I think are going to... I mean, Terminator will probably do decent. It's a Terminator yeah. film. It's going to do all right. Doctor Other Sweet than that... Has got, gotten very, very, very good buffs, and it's the, it's the, a sequel to The Shining, so I mean... It's going to do fairly well, but the problem with this oh, is yeah. it's a horror movie, so it, you eliminate an entire spectrum of audience of kids that, oh, yeah. that loses it, all it that... Will, it will do good because of the it thing. I mean, it, well, that, it was a very... Joker just did very good one last time, and it definitely is not yeah. a kid's movie, so I think that would have been a more relevant thing to say, but... Terminator is well, also not, but I think Terminator is also going to do fairly well. Other than that, on my list I, I'm not I, I mean it's clear who's going to win uh, yes. out of these movies and I think we both agree it's going to be Frozen <laughs> 2 uh, yes. it's a juggernaut there's no way it's not going to win this month if it doesn't right. win we'll be incredibly surprised and that's I guess that's why we do this yes. is for those hopefully right. one, we'll get one of those surprises one day we haven't yet but hopefully one day I I I I would say the other one is Ford versus Ferrari. I've also heard some good buffs about. Uh, I think that will be done pretty good. I mean, Midway. I've been seeing commercials out the ass for that thing, and it has it, that. I saw commercials for Midway like a month ago, and it doesn't come out for another like what three weeks or something. Right. Yeah, but oh, yeah. It's nice of you to give me Frozen too, so I can win again. That's not how the movie bet works. I don't give you that. I know. I'm teasing. It's just the total luck uh, of the draw, and for some reason, I've won one out of however many we've done, and Fro has won every <laughs> single one, and it's totally out of luck. There's no, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. We don't plan it. Other than that, I called Disney and asked, "Hey, can you please have?" <laughs> you sent them a schedule of when you're gonna, which side of the month you're gonna be on, and they have it up on the wall yeah, in Disney yeah. HQ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Froze schedule. It's <laughs> make Fro win schedule. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Frozen will win. It's not even funny. Um, hey, do you want to plug something, Luke? Uh, audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Uh, go get a free trial and a free book and help us out. Um, and keep the book after you cancel if you want to cancel. Or you can just keep Audible and keep listening to books there. Yeah, they have, uh, they have a Halloween sale uh, right now that I bought some books on. Uh, two Halloween books uh, for the price of one credit. So you can actually nice. get two books now. For one credit, so that's that's very nice. I bought I bought myself uh, uh, some books that I I think maybe you have heard of. Maybe uh, I bought myself The Exorcist. I I have never listened to the book. I've seen the movie. I love the movie, but I've never seen uh, never read the book The Exorcist. Uh, I also bought. Uh, 
a book called The Good Nurse and as my second one, as a free one, uh, about uh, a killing nurse. And this is based on a, on a, on a true story. Uh, right. She was she 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 uh, she was the one that uh, killed everybody in in their sleep when they I remember the story drugs. hearing about yeah, it yeah yeah so that is going to be interesting uh if you want to hear about wrestling and why won't you hear about wrestling there's a show called that wrestling show with fro uh, me and someone called bill uh and we also have Sharks Pump, a South Park podcast where we talk about all South Park. All! So check those two out. Many good podcasts there. Okay, let's talk about uh, internet, internet things, YouTube things that we have seen this week. Alright, let's do the Jeremy round. Um, let me think about this. Where should we start? I, I mean, the big thing... Uh, this week online uh, that a lot of people were talking about was the Trisha Paytas H3H3 podcast. After right. we talked about Trisha Paytas in the past and her whole uh, coming out as transgender, and then she did this podcast because yeah. uh, they had called her out on that video, uh, calling her uh, basically what we called her was the worst. And they even mm-hmm. bring that up during the podcast, uh, uh, why people think she's the worst. And she... She tries to defend herself and everything, but she is clearly so uninformed about what she's talking about that um, it's... What's a good word for it? It's very clear she... I don't know if she's trolling or she is just so uninformed that she actually believes what she believes. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I think she's so stupid that she doesn't understand it. Right, she, she doesn't understand. She, but the question is, I guess, when it comes down to it, does she think she's... Uh, does she know she's just doing it for views, or does she not? Because another no. big thing in this H3H3 no, thing is when they brought up... Uh, they called her out on the monetization of the video. And she's like, oh, no, it's not right. monetized. And her reasoning for it not being monetized is she said, well, LGBTQ videos on YouTube uh, never get monetized. And I remember seeing right. a video about that, about all these uh, LGBTQ YouTubers who came out and uh, were really mad at uh, YouTube, and they were putting out things about how it was uh, attacking LGBTQ uh, rights on YouTube. Do you remember this a while ago? Right. So yeah. I think she was taking that as fact, that any LGBTQ video will automatically be demonetized. So instead of checking, yeah. she just automatically assumed it wasn't going to get monetized. But then when he asked her if it was monetized, she said, oh, no, it's definitely not monetized. So that makes me think maybe she knows all along that this is, and this is a big troll to make money, which would be horrible, but I can see it being true. I don't know. The biggest collab in YouTube history happened uh, this week, uh, where uh, uh, Mr. Beast uh, invited... A bunch of YouTubers. I don't. I don't have uh, the time to uh, say everybody because it was almost everybody on YouTube mm-hmm. to plant uh, to twenty million trees. It started as a meme thing, and uh, now he's actually doing it. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it started out, I think PewDiePie was doing something charity-wise, and he made a joke about planting trees, uh, uh, Mr. Beast planting trees, and then Mr. Right. Beast actually ended up answering it and saying, okay, well, I'm actually going to do it then. Right. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, I saw this on Jacksepticeye's YouTube channel. I saw it everywhere. Everybody posted about it, even, like, drama alerts. <laughs> I was like, wow, cool. So many people, uh, like, tech tech bloggers and everything. Right, and what it's else? all about uh, giving charity. So there's, like, a, yeah. a charity he started to plant two million trees, and it's... Every dollar you give plant, plants one tree. Million. Sorry? Yeah. Not 20 million, not 2 million. Oh, I thought I said 20 million, but okay. Uh, no. And I'm seeing right now an article from 22 hours ago. Elon Musk donates $1 million yep. to yep. plant trees. So, so that's, that's a good start. Cool. That's a good start yeah. to two mil or 20 million. Or I almost said 2 million that's again. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, it raised five something. Five million so far. Yeah, I think so. Five. It's probably six. more yeah. than that at this point. You know what I mean? But yeah. What else have you seen? Uh, right. Go to teamtrees.org if you want to donate to Mr. Beast's Beast yes. campaign. By the way. Um. Oh, the PewDiePie thing about Marvel. Where he tricked everybody yeah. into listening to philosophy and, and thinking they were listening yep. to it more. I thought it was hilarious. It was the best. Oh, it was a very good troll. Very, very good troll. I don't think he meant it as a troll, funny enough. I think he meant oh, it I as a troll. he definitely as did. You think so? Well, in the sense that he was, uh, he even at the end, he said, I tricked you, I tricked you into listening to philosophy. <laughs> he even yeah, said it right well, at the end of the video, so. But uh, he talked about philosophy in a very, very nice way. It was very, it, it, it was a very good video, one of his best. Uh, the World Championship in Fisher Chess is going on. Did you know about Fisher Chess uh, before yeah. this? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay, I'm seeing right now, just in for about the Mr. Beast thing, Susan Wojowski donates $200,000 uh, to oh. campaign. The head of YouTube, right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, no, uh, I saw some chess, articles yeah. about uh, chess. Yes, I saw some articles about chess and everything that's going down. I thought the finale was, or the final, sorry, not the finale, the final was on Saturday, but uh, you tell me it's tomorrow. Yeah, it begins tomorrow. Oh, it begins. Uh, right. Uh, so um, it's uh, the first person to twelve and a half points, and uh, every time you draw, you get, uh, I think, one point, and every time you win, you get three points. Okay. I think that's the rules. Uh, so the semifinals was uh, before this week, and today, funny enough, they had their resting day. So that was perfectly <laughs> planned for me. So tomorrow, uh, 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 the final begins. So they will play two parties with long thinking time tomorrow, then two 
time uh, parties with long thinking time on Friday, mm-hmm. and then they will do speed uh, Fisher chess mm-hmm. on Saturday. To, oh, that's okay. To, that uh, that announce, explains it. Yes, right. to announce the winner. So the winner will be announced on Saturday. Another thing that happened here in America, um, a guy named Max Blumenthal, who's kind of a big reporter, especially he talked a lot. When the Russiagate thing was happening, he was somebody that was kind of on our side of the Russiagate thing. I followed Mm -hmm. him a lot. He works for the Gray Zone Project. I think he's actually the editor of the Gray Zone. Uh, He was arrested in Washington, D.C. for for assault, and he's saying that it, it is completely fabricated. And that it's related to the Venezuelan embassy. And he had, was taking food to the people in that Venezuelan embassy when the police wanted to kick them out. Do you remember that? Uh, right. And he was arrested just now. That happened like five months ago, and they just arrested him for something related to that. Uh, this is a journalist being arrested by the, the D.C., Washington, D.C. police. So it's kind of a big deal when you really think about it. That is so strange. So strange. You want to see something uh, strange? Last... Oh, uh, the la- I, I was just going to say the last episode of uh, okay. uh, the Jeffrey Star, Jason, uh, Shane Dawson uh, documentary about the makeup came out uh, twenty hours ago. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm There's happy that another one. All right. So, yeah. what is this like the twentieth part or? Uh, the fifth, I think. Okay. Uh, is this longer than the one about Jake Paul or not as long? I, I don't even know now at this point. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, uh, the conspiracy collection gets uh, revealed and everything. I saw some uh, reviews of it and people are up in arms. It's going to sell like... About the new one? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, got to check it out. Yeah, um... Yeah, the people who follow him, are, it's like a cult, practically. Like, they'll attack anybody who attacks Jeffree Star. It's the same for all the beauty community kind of people. Uh, but yeah, look at this picture I just sent you, Fro. So, I went somewhere this week. You ever been to a town, maybe in Norway, where it's like, you everywhere else in the rest of the world is living in 2019, but you go to this one town, and it's like uh, 1998? You know any places <laughs> like that? No, we don't have that in Norway. Okay, well, some places here are still, like, uh, living in the past, I guess. I went into this little convenience store, and I hadn't seen these since I was a kid, Fro, but they had a jar of these on the counter for sale. Have you ever seen these before? Pickled sausages. It's a... No. So, Big John's pickled sausages, but they're in, like, this red liquid. When I was growing up at at convenience stores, these were always around, like, at, like... You know, a convenience item that when you're checking out, you would see and go, oh, maybe I want a pickled sausage. But I haven't seen them for years and years and years and years and years, maybe 20 years. And then I go into this town and it's like going back in time. You know what I mean? It was very weird. Uh, Kenna West uh, released his album, Jesus is King. I didn't like it. (laughs) I have... I've never been a Kanye West fan. I know a lot of people think that's crazy, but I'm ne- I always kind of thought his stuff was, uh, what's a good word for it? Uh, mel- melodically corrupt, bankrupt, yeah. not, cor- not corrupt, bankrupt, melodically bankrupt is a good word for it. 
Uh, I uh, recommend the newest Joe Rogan experience with Kevin Smith. Uh, there's a newer one actually now. Uh, Kyle Kalinsky from the Humans Re- Humanist Report. They just put one out uh, this oh. morning. Yeah. So yeah, oh, he cool. he moves fast. You remember Kyle Kalinsky was the guy who was he was on there once before. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, the the Kevin Smith one was very interesting. I like Kevin Smith. Yeah, he's. I haven't watched that one yet, but uh, he's fine. Uh, anything else? Uh, remember how we were talking about AOC, uh, Ilhan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib uh, were possibly going to pr- uh, uh, be behind Bernie Sanders, and AOC yeah. and uh, Ilhan Omar came out, but then this week Rashida Tlaib finally also came out a- in support of Bernie Sanders. So Good. I think that's good. Okay, uh, next week... We will uh, do the main topic, like we said, the Church of All Worlds in Peru. Um, we will do the last episode of Undone, episode 8. So we will talk. Uh, <laughs> I am going to guess that we are going to talk a little about that because it's going to be the last episode. We will do another digital review of Terminator. Dark fight. I have heard it is abysmally bad. I heard the same. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to see it because I've seen every other fucking Terminator movie. So why wouldn't I see this? Man, it's, I have a hard time um, remembering if I saw whatever the last one was. What, was the last one one with the female Terminator or no, or not? Yes. Okay. I think so, yeah. I don't know if it was, even. Because there was the ones that were, like, pre-Terminator that came out, and I think those came out after the female Terminator one. Really? Okay. I could okay. be wrong. Uh, yeah, I'd have to look it up. I'd, yeah. I'm not interested enough to Google it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> uh, but uh, we have news of the week, and as I always ask you, Luke, what are the three news topics that we're going to talk about next week? Uh, prob- I think I said this last week, but uh, something about uh, uh, vaping uh, killing people is going to happen, hopefully. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, I think I guessed that, and it didn't happen. Um, let's see. Something about Donald Trump no longer being a Christian, and maybe <laughs> uh, Beyonce uh, is going to have another kid. There you go. Okay, uh, I'm going to guess that we will find out that chocolate is cancerous. Okay. Next week, uh, then I think we will hear something about uh, the election in the UK that will surprise us, like. <gasps> Gosh, shock, really? And then I think we will talk about, since you said it this last week, a PewDiePie con- uh, thing that will happen. Okay. He will be in trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Yeah. Those big jumps, pickled sausages, looks tremendously awful, by the way. Do they taste good? I I had one when I was like a little tiny kid, but I remember them. 
it's kind of like jerky, it, like pickled jerky a little bit, but yeah, I don't remember them being good. I just remember seeing them there and the color of them and the fact that they're pickled sausages, but they're bright, bright, yeah. bright red. Right. It's very yeah. weird. Looks like that Mountain Dew thing that we had Mountain Dew red uh, something, Red Dawn or whatever it was. Oh, it's called. that red color, yeah, except imagine yeah. that red color except for uh, sausages floating around in there. Right. <laughs> anyway, what's your name? My name's Luke. My name is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.